Dear Society, Welcome back to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about effective study tips.、Mm-hmm. We're going to be going over our specific strategies on homework, tests,、um, note taking strategies, essays, and just a few more topics that revolve around studying. So let's start off with homework,、um, which we have. I feel like all our work is now homework with、yeah. learning.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely.、Um, But I guess we can start off with first of all,、um, not state the obvious.、Um, try not to copy、uh-huh. your homework. Potentially, you know, just help you like, in the short term, right? Because、mm-hmm. like, you need to make sure you get like, a perfect grade on the homework or something for that time. But like, in the long term, it's not going to help you because you're not going to do as well on tests. Yeah, I actually agree. Because Like the homework assignments that you get, they're, they're not just there for extra points, right? That you want, that your teachers want to fill in for your grade book, but they're actually there to kind of help reinforce the material that you're being taught. And so it's a lot better to do your homework just for practice,、um, specifically made like for tests, because a lot of homework questions.、Um, Can kind of be reciprocated on tests as well. so Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Like, many of my tests are based off the homework, which is great.、Mm-hmm. um But I know there's always like those teachers who don't make it based、yeah. off the homework. So, um like, I understand that. like I feel like, especially right now,、mm-hmm. it seems like people don't really have the motivation to, you know, do their online assignments and stuff. So, what do you think、um, people could do、um, to kind of just motivate themselves to do homework?、Um, I think, well, obviously it's kind of like tiring and tedious to do your homework, right? But、um, I think the motivation that you know, you can do better on tests and overall like quizzes and just get to know the material better through homework is kind of like the only motivation.、Um, I feel like for me is to really think about your life goals. Yeah. Like, think of it as like a stepping stone. Like, you, yeah, you might not want to do homework, study for tests, whatnot.、Uh-huh. But, like, if you really think about what you want to do when you grow up, you know, you want to be successful, whatnot. Like, just really always have that in the back of your head. I feel like that gives me motivation、mm-hmm. to, you know, just keep going. Cause I get tired sometimes, you know, especially when I had like tennis season. I'm like, do I really want to do homework? But I just remember that. You know, I think thinking of some sort of goal really motivates you to actually complete your work. Yeah, that's true as well. And I think another flaw with homework, or in terms of like a lot, what a lot of students do, is that、um, a, lot of, a lot of the times homework is just used as a completion grade. So it's just like an effort grade. If you did it, then you get full credit. It doesn't really matter if you got it right or wrong. But I still like to check my answers to make sure that they're right because what's the point of doing your homework if everything is incorrect, right? And it's okay if you get、yeah. stuff wrong. Just like make sure you know what you got wrong. You know, they say the best way to learn is actually kind of making mistakes、mm-hmm. actually and going over、yeah. them.、Um, like, you know, sometimes you get something barely right. You want to go over that as well. Like,、mm-hmm. Because you barely got that right. You, that means you truly didn't know it as well. So you want to make sure you go over that. And, you know, I'm usually glad when I make mistakes.、Mm-hmm. It's totally fine, you know, homework and stuff. Because when I go over those mistakes, that material is more reinforced in my head 
than the other material that I got, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually agree. And I there um I read yeah, I read some article about it is that going over your mistakes is actually more valuable than like, you know, mm-hmm. just going over stuff you already mm-hmm. know, I think. Yeah. That's really that's true because even it's like the same thing for if you guess something correctly, you just I'm like, oh, I know it's really tempting to just be like, oh, I guessed it right. I'm so cool at guessing. But it's just like, um, you kind of want to figure out like what you did right. So, yep. And also like most in most subjects, everything builds upon each other, mm-hmm. right? So um, if you are already starting to copy and like whatnot, mm-hmm. at, like, you know, the beginning stages, you are going to have no idea what goes oh, on. Oh, yeah, the for sure. Of, like, for sure. I don't know, math class. So it's really just kind of like a slippery slope mm-hmm. in a way, right? So it's also about like um it's also about building good habits and trying to stay away yeah. from bad habits. Um I think homework is a great way to build discipline. Mm-hmm. Um right like for college and look what you said, like it's good to just start building these habits right now. And I guess like we can move on um mm-hmm. another thing uh, um in school or tests right yeah and kind of going along i think some strategies that we can have for tests is first of all obviously like look back at your homework right mm-hmm. handouts notes from your class yeah um a personal strategy of mine is to make a flashcard for your test mm-hmm. um to and try to fit as many important details as possible because what this does is it forces you to study mm-hmm. and focus on the most important content. Yeah, I agree. I think um, like flashcards, um, what I usually do is I make like this one pager. So it's kind of just like, um, let's say we have like a unit test in um, that's like science or math or some of those topics. Um, what I do is I usually split um, each heading based on the chapter and then just write down some key things to remember from each chapter and just like briefly summarize the important points because I think um just like rewriting stuff down or just writing stuff out really helps with like memory because like you know how yeah it's something to do with like muscle memory uh yeah so I think just like handwriting out um I know it probably takes some more time but like just writing stuff out really helps and also like i i would say like when you're studying for tests don't study hard study smart yeah you know like there i wouldn't say like to go over like all the readings like every single thing right Mm -hmm. the thing about tests is you should be taking good notes which we'll talk about how to take effective study notes and really be using those to study and the homework it's like i think that is actually more important than like going through the huge readings Mm -hmm, and whatnot mm -hmm. i agree you want to think about like which like and always focus on the most important content Mm -hmm. and like usually teachers you know they give you study guides they can either be super useful or like they're super useless right what i was thinking was like um study guides can be really useful in the sense that like if you use it correctly as a guide but if you kind of rely on a study guide to just um have where everything on the test is all completely covered in the study guide like you're probably going to be missing something because it's kind of a guide for you to 
deal with how you want to approach studying rather than just giving you everything that's on the test or i've kind of learned yeah, that the, the hard study way. guides they have like all the important details that the teacher wants mm-hmm. you to at least have down yeah but that is not going to be every single thing that's on the mm-hmm. test you know they're like the way i approach study guides is like say i have them if they're like if, if the teacher does it in bullet points i go on the computer you know and i um write it like i type it all out right and i leave a bunch of space for each like you know the part that they wrote on the study guide so then i can write in things and ask like questions yeah um as i'm filling out the study guide because mm-hmm. that helps with like active recalling and whatnot yeah. and so that is definitely a much better way to use study guides to then than just look at it yeah that's that's like, true you you want to be writing out and like trying to connect things as you're studying yeah i actually agree i feel like um making connections and just kind of this idea that you mentioned of like active recalling um just it's really good to know where things come from instead of just memorizing it like brute force memorization um because if you forget at least you know um your train of thought with where it's coming from so then it'll probably be better to remember it or easier to remember um so that's kind of like what i agree with um i like using study guides because they really help with how i should study uh but i don't rely 100 percent on them so yeah i and if there's not a study guide that your teacher provides you with always create your own like always try to think of like what are the the way i approach tests is so i try to think of what are the most important ideas that i should know from this chapter or whatnot right and then i kind of try to like branch out from there and like okay what could be some possible example questions for this now now what could be some possible points or what are some exceptions in this or like try to think of every possible like kind of think of it as a tree you know you got the main branches and then now you want to come up with every single point for that um Mm -hmm. you know that branch whatnot like i am not sure if i'm making sense but the point is to really kind of like draw maybe draw maybe draw like uh, a concept map Mm -hmm. like at least for history classes and stuff this is really useful or like timelines Uh uh-huh yeah i agree because um when you're like drawing things out and stuff it's better for your memory than just you know Mm -hmm. like kind of just typing or writing out the notes Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't really do much in your yeah like mind because it just goes out pretty quickly yeah to be honest but like if you're actually like kind of doing something with it and you're applying that knowledge that's the best Mm -hmm. way and i always feel like um because of that i feel like i do better in like math or stem Mm -hmm. because you're directly applying Mm -hmm. that knowledge so then you kind of get practice but i feel like for um you know like history we're not always like directly applying things so you have to find ways of like kind of transforming that information in some way that it'll stick in your Mm -hmm. head basically yeah i actually agree i think for me i do prefer studying for like math and science stuff because i'm more of a stem person but my kind of my study process for those kinds of classes or specifically for math is that I try not to memorize stuff like from the textbook or like just memorize equations and think that, oh, yeah, I'm OK now. 
What I like doing is looking back at like example questions or problems and kind of like remembering the process of doing it instead of just brute force memorization again. Um, because it'll probably be better for um, usage on your tests and just knowing how to solve problems in general if you actually do practice problems and look at how these solutions come like by. So Yeah, and also another tip for like science is really try to understand how the conception the concepts behind something rather than just directly going to like apply the yeah for sure and whatnot for sure. first like the most important thing is to understand the concepts before you even start doing practice yeah. problems because if you don't understand the concept there's no point in doing like applying the equation because you don't even know what you're doing you're just plugging in numbers yeah you know i think i actually really agree with that because especially in like physics when there's a lot of um formulas and a lot of equations if you don't really understand the background concept of like why am i doing f equals ma or like why does this equation work it doesn't really help you if you just memorize it because then you when you actually get a problem you won't know how to do it or you don't know which equation to use so it's always good to know the concepts yeah so really yeah like equations are not everything in stem mm -hmm. you know just always try to understand the concepts beforehand and then i think i guess for english it's really just about like practicing mm -hmm. um your essays yeah and try to f um i i at least um like you know for ap english the best thing would be to like use prior prompts but i guess that goes for really any ap subject is like really go through all the past prompts mm -hmm. like no kidding like you just want to go through every single one basically yeah i feel like um english or at least to me english and history or the more humanities classes are harder to study for because um it like it's not more about like conceptual stuff it's more about analysis as well so but i still i still like um like doing these kinds of things so yeah what i like about math um and like you know just like stem in general is that like you know it's more like practice makes perfect kind of thing um mm -hmm. but i feel like in history it's kind of a bit different you know in humanities and mm -hmm. stuff it's more like you said you know you have to really start um having like critical thinking skills i mean i'm not saying like stem doesn't need that either, yeah but i'm talking about more like in humanities you want to like dig deeper mm -hmm. and that's kind of what they want in those subjects mm -hmm. so like yeah you have to kind of hone those skills and like really always try to ask yourself questions especially in those subjects like in english and humanities like why exactly is this important what no i think that's the best way to yeah, go yeah for sure those subjects a lot of it is critical thinking and just um if we get like quizzes or tests on like books just remembering like the highlights of each chapter and specific like um things that symbolize things or just like how you can analyze your text that's really important because it's kind of this more of the process instead of like um just the material straight up so yeah so i guess we can move on to like note-taking strategies mm -hmm. yeah um I guess, like, 
a lot of schools i'm not sure if your school teaches it but cornell notes oh cornell notes what do you think i was about just about that? to mention that yeah so personally i don't take cornell notes because um like i have my own kind of note-taking style but i think cornell notes are really useful in terms of just remembering specific keywords and summarizing things without like having to write too much so i think personally i think they're a bit tedious mm-hmm. i i i mean unless sometimes i know teachers provide the paper already to do it but like most of the time it's just you know you're bringing your own notebook and i i just think it's quite tedious to make the lines and stuff mm-hmm. i know i'm like sounding really lazy and stuff but like i personally feel like it's not useful for me to write a summary every single time on the bottom or whatnot you know, and also I've read many articles that, you know, highlighting and stuff is not really that useful, you know, mm. and you, um, so, like, I think the best way to actually write notes is, like, first of all, just do it in whatever way it works best for you. If you want to type it, then type it, right? But if you're typing it, then I say you should print it afterwards mm-hmm. because the thing with me is I really like writing out my notes Yeah. because, you know, like we said, muscle memory and whatnot, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I like to write out my notes and I take notes on my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to go, um, you want first you want to write your initial notes, mm-hmm. right? And um, then you want to go with another colored pen or whatnot and, you know, take notes on your notes and like, okay, well, what is important about this information now, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not exactly saying to like exactly redo all your notes again after you do that, right? Um. But, like, really just try to get the key points and then maybe, like, highlight with while you're doing the, like, notes on the notes, right? Yeah. Um, try to, like, ask yourself questions. I know there's, like, like we said, there's um, a section on the Cornell notes so not to ask questions, right? But you don't need to really do that, you know? Yeah. Like, just do it as, like, make a line or mm-hmm. whatnot and, like, ask questions. And, you know, another way you can style your notes is do it around questions. It's mm-hmm. like, okay well, what is a mitochondria? Why is it important? And maybe take your notes based upon questions. I think that could be quite useful. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely review your notes two to three times before a test. Yeah, that's true. I think another mistake that a lot of people make when taking notes is that they try to write like everything down. So like they try to copy word for word what's on the slideshow or like whatever the teacher's trying to say. I am... Um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of guilty. Yes. <laughs> I, I've actually done that quite a lot before until um, I realized that I missed out. I actually missed out on a lot of stuff because I like was trying to write down stuff from the previous slide or was trying to write down stuff that she was saying beforehand. But then she'll say something else and then I'll be like, I just completely missed that. So, um, yeah, that's something that I try to avoid nowadays. But... I think it's a good tip to just jot down keywords um, and try not to copy word for word because it's easier to memorize things by these keywords. So I think another thing is that, you know, a lot of people when their teacher is like, you know, presenting slides or whatnot, they just take a picture of the board. Oh, right? yeah. And they're like, oh, well, I'll write my notes later or whatnot. Yeah. Right. I think, first of all, don't do that. I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Because then you're kind of like telling your brain like, okay, I'll focus on this material later. It's not important right now, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, unless you like really need the notes later, but I still recommend taking the notes as you're listening to the teacher, 
because sometimes mm-hmm. the teacher has like you know something really important to note down that might not be on the slide you want to write that down right yeah i agree the thing about the thing that you said about taking a picture of the board i feel like every time i do that i never look back at the picture so it's just like what even is the point so i think it's better to just like jot it down quickly so yeah and also like i know there's like all these like instagram pictures of like really beautiful notes whatnot right Mm -hmm. and like my personal opinion is don't waste your time trying to make your notes look super fabulous as long as you can read them it's fine yeah i actually like you don't want to even waste like thinking time or any time trying to make it look beautiful you know you because you have limited time in the day just really you want to just get your notes done with i i don't know that's just me Mm-hmm. I, I know some people say, like, the colors and everything kind of help them with memorization. But what do you think about that? Colors? Um, I think it's good to have, like, at least or just more than one color because it's... Maybe, like, I'm fine with highlighters. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's you know, easier, I go with pen, um, like, visually to stay organized like that, at least for me. But, like, when it comes to just, like, using all of the colors of the rainbow and, like doing it's it's so time consuming you know (laughs) yeah and another tip i'd say is i think to start practicing um writing your notes with a pen now on i i think it that transition for me has definitely made it easier for me to take notes i mean like yeah i scribble off stuff sometimes when i mess up but i still think writing with a pen is definitely easier Mm -hmm. i agree it's a lot smoother too yeah so i think we can move on to like just like kind of some tools that we both use mm-hmm. for like studying. Yeah. Um, some tools that I use personally are first of all YouTube. YouTube mm-hmm. is gonna be your best yeah. friend ever. As long as you don't like, get distracted. You know. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get distracted. Yeah. Because you could easily go down the rabbit hole. So you don't want to do that. Um. But yeah, I think um, making a playlist of like some YouTubers that you know make good content, Mm -hmm. I think that's important. So just so you don't get distracted is creating a playlist beforehand. And so then just going through those videos. And, you know, some YouTubers that I like, you know, there is like Organic Chemistry Tutor, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. It's very useful. (laughs) Um, You know, what else? trying to think you know condom academy makes pretty good videos they have it on their website as well yeah um so and um i'm just trying to think and college board their videos are really good if you have ap classes i use theirs yeah so i think another um tool that you can use is are like quizlet and kahoot usually these are mainly for uh, memorization um and just like reinforcing material again I like to use Quizlet for like my language classes or or like whatever classes that I need to learn vocab because it's like a great way to kind of remember stuff. So, yeah, and I think like I, if you get premium or something, you can add like diagrams and stuff. So, I, I mean, I haven't gotten it personally, but I thought that was a pretty cool feature. But once again, I think... Um, if you have like science classes with diagrams, it's best to p- just print them out online and label them yourself. That's my study tip for that. Um, like it always, I I know like the world is getting becoming more digital, but I think you know sometimes paperback is kind of the best for studying. At least for me, 
I maybe I'm a bit old school in that manner, but I I seriously think that writing things out, printing things out is so much more useful for me. Yeah, I actually agree because um like the digital world or like just looking at stuff on my computer, it's a lot harder to annotate and um I don't know, I feel like it's a lot easier if you print it out because it's just like there in front of you. You can write notes and stuff, so I think we can kind of focus on, um, like, now, just kind of briefly touch on essays, um, or, like, in-class essays, and just essays for your English classes and your history classes, so what are your thoughts on, like, outlines? Because I know it's kind of... I, I don't know, you know, for me, I know my teachers always tell me to make an outline first. I... Uh, I'm kind of guilty of it. I don't do it, actually. Mm -hmm. I really just, I just start typing, you know? I just try to go with the flow and then, like, kind of edit it again and again. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. Like, once, like, I do my intro paragraph. Oh, I feel kind of tired. I move on to some other paragraph. (laughs) I I should definitely make an outline. I think for me, I do, like, an outline very quickly. I don't spend a lot of time outlining, but... Um, mm-hmm. I think it's good to just kind of have an idea of what you're writing, but then I just like let my fingers type because I feel like if I overthink stuff, I spend way too much time. So yeah, and I think like just some general tips, like always, like what teachers say is you want to have a good thesis statement in the beginning because mm-hmm. that's what's gonna structure your whole essay. Yeah. So like if you're you have a good one in the beginning, it's easier. But if you're like still iffy on your statement like i feel like you can't really move on so and then you might make a lot of changes later on in your essay i know that's happened to me personally Mm -hmm. a few times that i end up completely changing my thesis or not so make sure you are like have enough solid evidence before yeah yeah for sure i agree i think it's because sometimes I think you make a thesis but then you later find out you know you don't have enough evidence I, i agree I would try to focus on making your thesis good uh, based off of what you said as well, if there's concrete evidence, because your thesis is kind of like the backbone of your essay. So if that's okay, then you can just write afterwards. Yeah. So what yeah. about... And always answer the question. What about like projects? Oh, like group uh-huh. projects? You know, I have a question about what do you do when other people in your group are not contributing? Ooh, I feel like everyone's like kind of like comfortable situation. <laughs> yeah, like because you don't want to be like a snitch, uh-huh. but at the same time, you don't want to get a bad grade. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. I think, hmm, I guess the only thing you can really do is just to politely tell them to like do your work. <laughs> I don't really know how else you can go with it. And also, like, make sure you get each other's contact information ASAP, uh-huh. right? Um, I often in group projects find myself the one kind of having to lead. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it's you too. I, I actually, I agree because I often feel like um, a lot of the group projects that I do, at least like some of them are really good in the sense that like all my partners do work. They're all contributing, but sometimes I feel like I'm kind of just like saying, all right, you do this, you do that. It's just like kind of bossy, but it's also just like I want to get it done, you know, so. I often um like 
make myself do the hardest tasks just to like make sure it's done properly i'm not saying like i don't trust others it's just like you know i just care about my grade too much i guess i I don't know how to describe it really yeah i agree so i guess we can move on to just like reading tips now Uh um first of all you want to make sure you read without any distractions right Mm -hmm. um my tips definitely would just be to skim through your text or like whatever chapter and um skim through it first you know you want to just see where the important stuff are and then maybe read more in depth afterwards for sure and like when there's long readings you know once you see like sometimes i even like count the pages i'm like oh my god there's like 30 pages Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay maybe if i take out the images how many pages are there Mm -hmm. like i literally do that process (laughs) i and so i think for me i what i started working on is really chunking it up because you get so exhausted if you do it one one yeah yeah and like if you do it in one go first of all you're gonna be less motivated to even start it Mm -hmm. so that's gonna even lead to more procrastination but if you in your mind think okay you know i'm gonna chunk this up and do it in a few days i think that makes things way easier what about you i think for reading um a lot of people are always just counting like how many pages do i have left how many pages do i have left but i think the idea of chunking it out or splitting it into sections is really important because if you tr- just try to do everything in one go, I often find myself like reading something over and over and I just it just doesn't get in my head. So just really like yeah. think about what you're reading. Don't just read for the words. And you don't want to read when you're really yeah, tired. Yeah. Try to make your reading time the part where you're most fo- the part of the day when you're most focused and most awake because mm-hmm. you're going to be because I feel like for me at least doing reading assignments is the hardest because I always have like no motivation (laughs) to do it do you know what I mean so I always try to make sure I do the reading on the best part of my day Mm -hmm. kind of you know what I mean I get what you mean and so I guess some general online learning tips now um that we could talk about are like first of all like don't be on your phone while you're in class I know there's like a huge temptation Uh but like I always put my phone on do not disturb like online learning has already gotten to a point where um like you can't really do as much as you could in an in-person scenario so like if you're just going to be on your phone that you're not really going to get anything out of it so i think really try to take your classes seriously Mm -hmm. as if they were like in real school i know like a lot of people it seems like they just don't have the motivation and like i understand like you know at home it's kind of hard um you know it can there can be a lot of distractions and whatnot you know you're surrounded by so many Mm -hmm. electronics now you have a tv whatnot like but i really my tips would be to really focus on your sleep schedule Mm -hmm. i cannot stress enough how important having a good sleep schedule is though i'm kind of a hypocrite (laughs) um but still i'm gonna advise you guys about that and um also i would say take advantage of all the resources there are so many resources online like you know like if you're having i I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people they are not like they have tech problems and stuff um luckily our district is like providing us with free chromebooks and stuff so really like definitely look into those resources and try to find like um kind of like what study style works for you 
you know, what will help you become less distracted and, you know, not on your phone so much and create some sort of study space. What are your tips on some study spaces? Um, Definitely find somewhere quiet because like I or personally for me, I just cannot work in like a loud setting. Um, I usually don't listen to um, music that I really jam out to, I guess, when I'm studying because then I'll be too focused on the music. Um, I just put on like some lo-fi music, which I like listening to um, and mm-hmm. just stay in a quiet space, try to minimize distractions and just focus on my work. I think but it's just like, you know, sometimes people don't have like a desk area or something and like, you know, it's just quite hard to focus like if you have like siblings and stuff all the time yeah who are just like barging into your room and stuff Mm -hmm. i think um like i think something to do is like kind of like make it clear with your family like you know this is the time i'm gonna study like i'd appreciate like if i kind of remain distraction free during that time and i think Mm -hmm. i guess just another thing is like kind of create some sort of schedule especially if you have like siblings yeah like, you know, you know, th- these are the times I'm going to be studying when uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think planning ahead is really important. Just like planning out what you're going to do, um, because then you spend less time like, debating. Should I do this? Should I do that? Or like jump to this, jump to that. It's good to kind of have like an agenda yeah. or like um, like a priority list. So. so I think, you know, I think these are really great and effective study tips Mm -hmm. you know for homework we cover tests study guides notes and you know like essays projects and reading Uh i i think you know this is like really important to kind of like i think like chunk it this way because there's different strategies for each thing right yeah and i think it's important to find out like what works for you Mm -hmm. you know and um try and i think the number one takeaway i'd say is um out of all of this is paperback try to be paperback i know we're trying to use less paper but i think um definitely it actually motivates me to do better especially during online but i mean if you can't like you know print or whatnot like really focus on active recalling Mm -hmm. i think that's my number one tape tip from all of this what's your number one tip i think my number one tip is to i don't want to say stay focused because that's kind of like too generalized but is to stay concise so try not to spend too much time on things that are just like not the most important um like the main takeaway is kind of just to um really focus in on like the subjects and just kind of don't take practice very lightly because that'll really help you when it comes to applying what you've learned and tests. So, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, we hope you enjoyed the episode and hopefully got some insight on how to study better for your tests, take better notes mm-hmm. and whatnot. And stay tuned for our next episode. Bye.